Hello, everybody, and welcome to Two Geeks and One Noob, where we gather friends of similar interests and maybe not so similar and discuss, joke, learn more about, and generally have fun with geek culture. This episode, in light of this past weekend's San Diego Comic-Con announcements, we're going to be talking about some of the uh, the announcements that came out that we're really excited about. And uh, yeah, just hopefully we'll you'll enjoy this uh, conversation. <laughs> So, what what were some of the things that got you guys excited? Oof. Um, I mean, for me, the one of the big ones was John Wick. I've been waiting oh, for yes. the next follow-up for the John Wick series for oh, since the third one. As soon as I saw the third one theaters, I was like, please let there be another one. Uh, so, that one's a big one for me. I'm excited for that one very much so. Um, and then, like, just more information on Black Adam, just because seeing how passionate Dwayne Johnson is for that project has me very excited for that one. Yeah, definitely. And, yeah, Texas Size Den 4 on, uh, on John Wick 4. <laughs> that's, a, that's a big one in my family. Yeah. We, we love the series. The Also, may disagree. The choreography is awesome. <laughs> so the, the fight choreography and the cinematography are just awesome. And just, that alone could tell the story. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> so yeah there there is slight disagreement in the room uh just my my personal opinion on john wick i'm not as excited but i did watch the the trailer for it and it does look pretty good uh i will admit it looks good i mean there's those of us that enjoy the choreography and the setup for this one and then those of us that are wrong so. <laughs> <laughs> John John Wick, Keanu Reeves just looks like an old man. Uh, yes, <laughs> an old experienced because assassin he is. <laughs> it, it's sort of like the old adage about bikers: there are old bikers and there are bold bikers. Rarely do the two meet. <laughs> there are old assassins and there are bad assassins. Yeah, rarely do the two meet. <laughs> all, all I'm saying is, if Jackie Chan can do it, Keanu Reeves can do it. <laughs> You are aware of all of the medical bills Jackie Chan got from all of his movies, right? <laughs> Just going to throw that out there. He still did it. <laughs> and did most of his own Lee. stunts. <laughs> and concussed himself, among other things, numerous times. And yep. better than Brandon Lee. <laughs> <laughs> but before this turns into a John Wick argument episode, <laughs> yeah. uh, some of the other stuff that I'm excited for, they did give us a little bit of information on the Avatar Studios and the last Airbender ah, movies yeah. and stuff we've got yeah. coming up, and that's, which I was a little surprised by, actually. Um, it's a little bit of a head spin. It was. I'm excited for it. And it is one of those things that has a very large fan following. And realistically, a Comic-Con is a great place to have information on that. Mm. Um, so, like, I am interested and very excited for it. It looks like the first movie is going to follow the Aang gang, um, so, yeah. I, which is a great group of characters. So I'm super excited for it. I'm very curious to see where this new Avatar studio goes from here. Yeah. Um, especially with it being the actual creators of the show and, and whatnot being in charge of it. It's got me very excited. So yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to it. So is that supposed to follow after the, the events of, of the, if uh, it's show based or? on the, um, the, uh, teaser trailer or uh, the teaser poster thing that was released. This one is likely going to be following, uh, post, Avatar Last Airbender in the early days of Zuko as the Fire Lord. Okay. And he's going to be kind of like the key character. And the whole Aang gang is going to be there. Perfect. It, it 
if if <laughs> it's the same one that they showed in that teaser, then it's mostly going to focus on Zuko with the others there as well. Awesome. I'm all for that. I love those those characters so much. Looking forward to it too. <laughs> I mean, we've we've discussed that before in previous episodes <laughs> where we we absolutely love those uh those characters, Toph especially. <laughs> But um, yeah, I mean, one of, one of the other announcements they did um, that I'm super excited for is the Dungeons and Dragons movie. Which, as the Dungeons and Dragons noob and the person with the least amount of interest in Dungeons and Dragons, I will say that movie does look pretty interesting. Uh, just the casting alone is is a little different than I would have anticipated, <laughs> if I'm going to be honest. Yeah. Uh, but watching the trailer, I was just like, you know what? This just looks like it's just going to be one of those fun movies to turn my brain off and just watch stupid things happen. (laughs) And I'm so here for it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Chris Pine as a bard is just (laughs) so interesting. And then Michelle Rodriguez is like a warrior type. Yeah. Totally fits. (laughs) Yes. I am absolutely there for it. Yeah. And then there are some aspects of it where it's like, wait, did I just see what I thought I saw? Where it's the folks voluntarily diving into a gelatinous cube yeah what (laughs) (laughs) did look a little weird i'm guessing it's not actually a gelatinous cube or they they did some kind of weird change to it to where it's not as dangerous or something but yeah i will say there's also something that there's been some debate about in in the uh geekology uh circles in facebook and stuff like that is the the (laughs) fact the fact that the druid turned into a oh, owlbear. Yes. And that apparently... That looks cool to me. It, like, I, again, I was I'm super excited. It's that game-breaking is the deal. Someone yeah. that knows nothing about this, I'm not sitting there like, oh, that's not accurate. I'm just like, oh, that's kind of yeah. cool. I want to see that. No, it's stinking cool. Let's see this. The, the whole argument, though, is that they shouldn't be able to because it's a monstrosity, not a beast. And so it's just like, Jeez, okay, really I, grasping at straws no, no. to be annoyed, aren't they? No, it's no. it's technically true. Like I, I I totally agree technically, but just the fact that it's happening in the movie, I'm super excited about. Well, they're also <laughs> going to go just that visual appealing route. Yeah, they're not absolutely. Like, how many times have we talked about? movies not being lore accurate or book accurate or whatever else you want to go down. Uh, Just the whole idea of it's like, we knew that they were going to take some creative liberties with it. So, yeah. And I'll also point out like, uh, Oh, I just got a head rush. (laughs) 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 I'll also point out that the, uh, in the trailer, they convey that, it, it it appears as though they're conveying that the setting is very serious, and you can see those moments of them going into water deep and all this that seem lore appropriate. But from all the characters they introduced in the trailer, none of them are taking the situation seriously outside of the plot. Mm-hmm. So they're setting like they're not fully invested. It's like it, I think they're actually going to be doing this where it's. It's all taking place in theater of the mind. Are they going to make a meta metagaming joke? <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely possible. Like, 
It, it, just based on what we've seen in the trailer, which we know nothing outside of just that one trailer, but it just looks like they're just having some fun with it. Yeah. And I can't. I'm actually excited for that. Like, that's one of the few movies I'm just like, oh, I'm definitely seeing this yeah. in theaters. <laughs> which our D&D group has already said, so we're going to see this all together, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and all of us were like, uh-huh. <laughs> I can't wait to watch them all get annoyed when I show up for the movie, but not for the actual <laughs> D&D games. <laughs> yes, there will be slight disappointment on my side as well, but <laughs> but I'll be happy that you're there. Yep. <laughs> Teach your own, but I'll still knock you mercilessly for it. Of course. That's all right. I've got plenty of juice for you, so it's all good. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> uh, Another one that I personally am really excited for, that we got a new trailer of the Dragon Ball Superheroes movie, mm. which that one, for those that are not familiar with the the superhero storyline in Dragon Ball, it's like started off with video games and this little like spinoff series on YouTube where it's like five minute episodes where it's just like basically taking all of the different timelines and everything and just mashing it together and be like, have fun. Here's all the things you want. Nice. Uh, and so it's like, it looks like it's going to be kind of ridiculous and a little bit of a more like gamey style animation, but mm-hmm. I'm excited for it. And granted, like any anime movie that's going to be in theaters, I'm going to support just because I want more anime movies in theaters and more anime movies in general. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but that one is definitely one. I'm just like, all right, yeah, we're here for it. <laughs> <laughs> And I'll definitely go see it with you because I, I was able to go see, I think, uh, Broly with a couple of friends of ours when it came out a couple of years ago. Yeah, I think that was like you, me and like a handful of other people. Right? Yeah. 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 So I'll definitely go with you. Yeah. You went in like <laughs> having absolutely no idea what had led up to that moment. But... Yep, pretty much. But it was still fun. <laughs> but did you have a really high power level? <laughs> no, but I only used 10% of my power. <laughs> And no, charge no, no, that, that was Lucy. Anyway. Charge that ten percent for an hour, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I mean another another one that uh, came out uh, announcements wise was uh, Teen Wolf, which was actually a, a show that was on uh, CW CW for a while that I'm actually really excited about because uh, we uh, my wife and I watched it uh, all the way through. And uh, David and I were talking about it a little while ago and saying, yeah, it didn't seem like it really ended well. So the fact that they're bringing it back, all the same characters, all the same actors and stuff like that, and finishing the story right, I feel like is going to be really cool in movie form, too. Is it just that they didn't get renewed they didn't have the time that they wanted for the finale like i think it was kind of a firefly serenity type situation yeah i think i think they didn't (laughs) (laughs) it's still relevant yeah Yeah, i think it was that they didn't get renewed and um they still were in kind of the middle of the storyline so Mm. but they had to like finish it right there so i was like okay doesn't quite feel like it finished and yeah, so I'm excited that it's it's getting a chance to yeah. really live out its its end. <laughs> I think I started that one, but never. I probably had too many other series going on at that time. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, it was definitely an intriguing. <laughs> yeah, it, it was definitely an intriguing plot. I, I like the idea. Yeah, and now that they're kind of taking the Veronica Mars approach to kind of capping it off and giving the fans that satisfying ending to it. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm intrigued. Yeah. I might have to go back and watch the rest of it. Yeah. 
I think it's on Hulu, if I'm not mistaken, okay. along with those other uh, supernatural type things. <laughs> <laughs> but and then, of course, we have to get into my favorite genre. <sighs> <laughs> DC. Mar- <laughs> Marvel Phase 5 and 6 coming out. Marvel. Man, Marvel just said, oh, other studios are announcing things? That's cute. <laughs> yeah. I mean, here's the full Phase 5 and Phase 6 plans. Yeah, they, they, Good luck. They announced, what, 12? 12 new, new At entries? At least. There is yeah. a lot of stuff that they they're, announced. They're planned through... The year 2030, which is crazy because, like, from what I remember, they did plan out the original um, phase, at least two and three, and some of phase one. Um, They had that planned out for a good long while, and that was... 10 years of movies. Looks like it's actually a total of 14 things. There's 11 things for phase five and three for phase six, which I would imagine phase six is going to contain a lot more than what they've shown, which I think phase six, will see a lot of um, continuation of the various seasons. So since one of the items that they showed for phase six was going to be secret war, I would imagine we'll probably see some sort of like second season of secret invasion from uh, phase five mm-hmm. and then likely something else with loki since that's one of the more popular marvel shows they've got uh they did, they announce, did announce season, season two. two yeah yeah that was part of phase five and we may see a third season depending yeah. on how season two does so i do imagine that we'll see more than what just the three things that they've shown for phase six so far yeah. um which that's going to be like the finale of this section or like phase four five and six mm-hmm. um so like who knows? But yeah, I definitely think we'll see more than what they showed. But like out of the things that they've announced, like there's actually a number of things that I'm excited for. I'm excited for Black Panther 2 closing yes. out phase four. That and, trailer made me almost yeah. tear up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like I'm going to cry during that movie because of <laughs> the whole it's, Chadwick Boseman thing. It's definitely possible. Yeah. Because <laughs> I mean, like he was just one of the best parts of Marvel altogether. Well, so, um, I think one of the big ones for me personally is Secret Invasion. And I've talked to both of you guys about how that's the next logical step. Like, what yeah. do you do to follow up Thanos? Scroll Invasion. Yeah. And, like, I just, I don't see a better avenue to go, Yeah, honestly. And I'm very excited to see what they do. That being one of my favorite storylines, I will be holding it very high standards. <laughs> and I will be very vocal if I'm disappointed about yeah. it. But that one is one I'm definitely excited for. I do love the fact that they set it up earlier in in the phase of of Captain Marvel uh, at the end of that one being set up with the scrolls and and stuff like that. That's going to be. I will say looking at phase five, I feel a lot more excitement and hope than I did for most things in phase four. The only things I was genuinely excited for with phase four was. Uh, Doctor Strange 2 and Spider-Man No Way Home. Yeah. Those are really the only things from Phase 4. I was just like, yeah, I'm watching those, period. Yep. Um, but Phase 5, I'm looking at it, I'm like, you know what? I may watch most of these things. Like, the one thing, like, some of the ones I'm on the fence on is the Marvels and Agatha. 
Mm-hmm. Both of those are the ones I feel the least amount of interest in. Yeah. Um, was Agatha a TV show? Or, or, I, forget. I believe so. Okay. Yeah, that that's will what be I think. show. Agatha is listed as a, as one of the Disney Plus ones. So out of what they have, uh, they've got Secret Invasion, Echo, Ironheart, and uh, Agatha and Daredevil are the Disney Plus titles. And then the other ones are the movies, or, uh, and Loki as well, I'm sorry. Yeah. And then uh, the movies, is Ant-Man and Wasp, Quant- uh, Quantumania, yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy, the Marvels, Blade, and Captain America. Isn't Fantastic Four part of that too? That's the next phase. Okay, phase that's six. the start of phase five. Yeah. That's, oh, okay. that's, the, uh, that's phase six. Fanta- oh. Fantastic Four, Secret Invasion, and uh, one other one are phase six. Gotcha. Okay. And then, oh yeah, so Phase 5, um, you said Ironheart was on there? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one is one that um, okay. I'm intrigued um, by. Cause, oh, go ahead. Quick fill-in. So Phase 6 consists of Fantastic Four, Avengers Secret War, which is going to be the finale, and then Avengers the uh, Kang Dynasty. Right. So that's, that's all that's listed for Phase 6 as of now. Gotcha. For some reason, I thought the Daredevil was in Phase 6. It's towards the tail end of Phase 5. Okay, all right. I think that's actually the closer for Phase 5. Got it. Okay, cool. And that's one that I'm definitely excited for to see. Absolutely. Especially with them bringing back the uh, Netflix actor for Daredevil. Like, that's got exciting stuff. The other thing, too, that um, they announced not too long ago was the... um, Spider-Man freshman year, which is yeah. another TV show, but Charlie Cox is supposed to be coming back as Daredevil in that as well. What is freshman year? Is that so, going to be with Tom Holland? Is that one of the it, other unfortunately, spider people? It, so it's an animated version of, mm, of okay. the origin stories of Spider-Man. Okay, so, I, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. How many times do we need to see Uncle Ben die? Let's just move on. Well, as far as I know, his origin story is a little different. Um, I don't know exactly how different, but from what I've heard, this particular one is different. But unfortunately, it's not Tom Holland playing Spider-Man. Ooh. Is it going to be kind of like the uh, like a different? Well, no, I guess it wouldn't be a it, different universe it if would it's the be same this, Daredevil. Yeah, it will be the MCU universe, but it's it's going back to his freshman year of, of high school. And so it is Tom Holland's character, it just is his not character, being yes. voiced by Tom Holland. Right. Which I'm curious if they're going to get the, one, the guy that's playing him in one of the other series that's on right now, which I would be okay with because he's actually an actor that I just found not too long ago that i really like uh his name is uh robbie damon um he's a voice actor um that he's been in a few things uh, not many that i know but he voices spider-man in some other animated show so okay but i don't know if that's him that's playing it but I'm pretty curious to see how phase five goes. Cause I definitely feel a lot more excitement for it. It's like, I've said it, I believe I said it on podcast and then I've said it with you guys many times where Endgame just had that satisfying conclusion for me where anything after that was 
really just fighting an uphill battle. And mm-hmm. I feel like really since Endgame, we could have taken the last few years off and just not done anything. Yeah. And that would have done a lot more good for Marvel than bad, yep. in my opinion. Um, Probably. Especially this- looking at how most of the things through Phase 4 went. My personal opinion with most of the things through Phase 4 is just like, eh. Yeah, I mean, the the highlights of it were were definitely like Winter, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier and Loki. Those were definitely two things that like kind of made it for for marvel um but they still kind of lacked that excitement a little no bit. way home is really the only thing that's gotten that same kind of hype and excitement oh, yeah. that marvel has not seen since endgame like As there was some excitement for the shows like WandaVision and Loki and Falcon Winter Soldier. But I don't feel like I saw anywhere near as many people talking about those shows as I did anything else in Marvel. And it's definitely not Endgame or No Way Home. Yeah. Like No Way Home was just the pinnacle mm-hmm. since Endgame, in my opinion. Absolutely. I definitely agree. Yep. There there were definitely things I enjoyed, but there was there was not. definitely good moments. Like yeah. Like, like, I don't even think Shang-Chi was a bad movie. I just think it didn't feel like Marvel. Right. Yep. It was a fun martial arts movie. And granted, for me personally, I didn't find Shang-Chi an interesting character. I walked away from the movie thinking, I want to see more about the sister. She was more entertaining. She was one that caught my attention more. She's one of those characters that I'm like, what can she do in this universe with mm. the access to the things that she can access? Like, she can just do really just about anything and there's not many people that can stop her with which so yeah she had a lot of access to like the the powered individuals of the underground which could definitely translate well into like Like, the mutant side of things that for me like if i'm gonna find a martial arts marvel character i'm more interested in iron fist than i am shang chi and and like especially with the way that he was done in the movie like he wasn't bad character by any means but he, again, he wasn't that character. I walked away from like, oh, I want to see more of him. I was like, I want to see more of the sister. She's yeah. an interesting character that I, I feel like could be a threat if done yeah, well. Didn't we already get a series for Iron, Iron Fist? Yes. That was the Netflix but series. Was, so that oh. wasn't like the... <laughs> True. That wasn't Coming from of, me. It was horrible. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, that that was one of that was the Netflix series. That so was like I don't believe the low point of the uh, Netflix Marvel. Yeah. Yeah, more or less. <laughs> Between that and Luke Cage. Yeah, yeah. No one had such high hopes. I I had high fo- high hopes for it as well and it was ruined. Yeah. By everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like Daredevil Jessica- and Punisher were like the big ones from the Netflix yeah. era that really yeah. took Jessica out. Jones wasn't bad. It just took took a long time to get really good. Yeah. Just like most TV shows these days. But <laughs> um but yeah, no I think that the the coming phases are going to take a huge upturn. Mm-hmm. I I think Well, it helps that a lot of the characters we either are already familiar with or or are being introduced in a much more effective way. Yeah. So if we look at like the Eternals, for example, I didn't care about the movie because I didn't know anything about the characters. You want me to go into a brand new movie in the Marvel Universe with 10 characters and want me to care about all 10 of those characters, yeah. especially when they weren't even remotely involved in some of the big things. It's like, we were told not to get involved. Half of you got snapped away. Maybe get involved. Right. <laughs> like, it, I don't know. It's just, 
I just didn't care about them. Again, Shang-Chi was good, but didn't feel like Marvel. Black Widow was like four years too late. Yeah. Yep. Yep. But yeah, I, I think with especially things like Ironheart, where she's going to be introduced in Wakanda Forever 2. Mm-hmm. Or, sorry, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Yeah. There you go. And we um, already saw um, America Chavez was introduced in Doctor Strange, so we're already familiar with her character coming around Marvels. Yep. And so, like, love or hate the characters, they're being introduced in a much more effective way. They're, right. We're not just being told, spend $20 on a movie ticket and snacks and stuff for 10 characters you know nothing about in this massive universe. Yeah. Have fun. You're supposed to like them all. Yep. <laughs> but they suck. <laughs> yep. Again, like those were, there were some highlights of that movie, but well, it's like the, it wasn't... the characters that we were supposed to care about the most that were like the main driving part of the story weren't the ones I cared about in yeah. the end. So. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, I am for Black Panther 2, I'm excited for Neighbor. Oh my god. I'm very yes. excited for his character. Like that's one of those characters that I have always liked. I don't talk about it cuz it's kind of like saying I like Aquaman pre the <laughs> Jason Momoa movie. Like it's just not the cool thing to say, yeah. but like I'm excited to see what they do with that character and like I I hope they do him justice cuz he's had some really cool moments and some of my favorite comic arcs like Avengers versus X-Men and just stuff like that. So I want to see the character done well and yeah. written well. Yep. I definitely agree there. And speaking of X-Men 97 was also announced. Yes. So is this going to be a rehash of I saw the well, answer, it just said I it, had to the way it was worded was that it's being added to Disney Plus. So I don't think oh. it's a rehash. I think they're bringing in that old animated series for us to okay. so, to watch. So cool. From what I heard, they are continuing the uh, old animated series. Ooh. From when they left off. Ooh. So, so it's kind of the huh, filler from so the original to Evolution. Kind of, yeah. I'm okay. imagining that they're can, probably going to do an upgrade to the animation style then. Oh, I'm sure. I um, hope so. <laughs> but the... It'd be kind of nostalgic to have that older would. animation True, style. It really would. I mean... I'll take 16 by 9 over uh, 4 by 3. <laughs> I agree, I think, but it's better than the old Gundam arcs that had the same panels in every episode because it was all hand-drawn. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Also See, a good point. <laughs> I, I would definitely not mind the style of of the original series um, because it was a really good style. I loved it. Oh, yeah. Um, it worked. So I don't mind them taking that and upgrading it to a a more modern version of it okay so from what i've heard the uh the last episode of the original series was um professor x either disappears or dies i can't remember which one but then magneto is going to come in in the new series and take over the x-men like Interesting. he's going to be the the teacher or the the leader of the X-Men. I think one of my favorite storylines that they did from that original series was when Magneto had uh Genosis and the machine that like kind of somewhat aged people mm-hmm. that went into it and gave them a higher level of control and power with their abilities. 
And Scott and his brother both went in there, and when they walked out, both of them had a higher level of control of their power. Scott didn't need to wear the glasses anymore to prevent from... I think that was actually X-Men Evolution. No, it was the older art style. Hmm. Maybe they did it in both, because I I remember remember that that one Evolution. don't remember watching much of the original series. I'm almost positive it was the original. I'll have to do a little bit of digging to be able to say for sure, but... Either way, like there was, was cool plenty, art. there was some great moments, especially when they did the crossover with the old animated Spider-Man from the nineties oh, too. Like, yeah. ugh, yes. man. <laughs> and it as was... we've already seen from other uh, Disney XD series with with Spider-Man, there's a certain other cameo with that one. Yeah, which this would be all the more fitting for them to tie in. Yeah. So there's just so many like good characters that they did in the animated series that we don't really get to see done much, if at all Mm. in the live action stuff. And so it's, it'll be fun to see some of those characters coming back, like getting to see Jubilee. Mm. Like she hasn't, she was was briefly in a movie and did nothing in that movie. So I was so excited when they announced that for the, for that movie too. I was like, we're going to see Jubilee. And then all of a sudden it was just like one little scene. It's like, come on. (laughs) And she was like a background character the rest of the movie. It's yeah. like Jubilee was a do main Jubilee character. Dirty like that. Come yeah. on. Jubilee was a main character in the original series. <laughs> I couldn't believe that they or I can't believe that they haven't put her in as a main character. I'm hoping yet. that we'll see more live action stuff with her and just X-Men in general, especially now with the direction that Marvel is heading. Mm-hmm. I am a little disappointed not to see some live action x-men stuff in phases five and six yeah um because i, I mean, think they're and granted planning that could be... six. Oh, really yeah i think they're supposed to be in six because they announced a an x-men movie or maybe not an x-men movie but a um a mutants movie because they called okay. it the mutants um hmm. which is gonna tie back to miss marvel right because of what they did in in the last episode of miss marvel and i won't spoil it for anybody that is listening in if they haven't seen it yet. But it's pretty cool. Uh, we could <laughs> see them introduce some of those mutants in Secret Invasion as well. I would hope so. It would make sense to. Yeah. If yeah, not in Secret Invasion, maybe they show up and help with the Secret War. It's like, you didn't take over us. We got you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because from what you described of, of that, that whole storyline, that's that's kind of the linchpin. They're, they basically become the CIA of the Supers at that point. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they were the... From the beginning, they've always been the underground, like, mm-hmm. uh, enhanced individuals that um, they were always, like, secretive and very much in the background until something happened that brought them into the light. Yeah. Right. And so, even after those things, like, they would kind of go back to the underground. They would show up to help for some certain, like, key moments throughout different storylines and then they go back to be like no the world things is your problems we're gonna go back to school <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean considering i the... mean school blow up build character right <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm still waiting Great to line. see I, I am disappointed we didn't get the like joking scene that i had said with deadpool and just like that's not colossus what is this <laughs> but yeah like, i i feel like if they don't bring in the mutants and Secret War and Secret Invasion, we're probably never going to see anything with them. I mean, I know that they're they're definitely bringing them in. I just don't know when and how. Yeah. 
Because I think that that would be like one of the best times to do it. Yeah. And especially since they've already started to kind of work on and tease and hint at those things, like there's really just no reason not to. Yeah. And I mean, Deadpool is already being uh, groomed, groomed to be in the MCU. Yeah. So <laughs> I feel like they're, I feel like they were bringing him in somewhere. Um, they haven't officially announced it but um i'm trying yeah, to i know what, that they had, is, there was something about a deadpool 3 movie yeah, yeah. but uh, there hasn't been any information on it and granted like ryan reynolds is busy doing like literally everything else yeah. right now <laughs> maybe so. that maybe that's part of the plan that way he can't leak any of it that's, that's very possible. True. Just keep him busy enough. He can't do anything stupid. It'll be like Tom Holland, where it's like, you're not allowed to read the script until you're on set recording. Yeah. <laughs> I will say, though, that with the addition of Deadpool and Logan to Disney Plus. Yes. That they are definitely building to something. Because that means that Deadpool is or Deadpool and Wolverine are both connected to the MCU. It's it is kind of formalizing the 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 marriage Street Fox yeah. thing. Which, yeah, I mean that like between No Way Home and Multiverse of Madness, like we knew that they were going to do something to introduce it, and like Agreed. Multiverse of Madness, we saw Professor X. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, I mean that, and also the the way that we've seen the other Marvel properties that are not under the Marvel MCU banner, to put it lightly, yeah, and even more confusingly <laughs> with a. Uh, the way we saw Venom show up in No Way Home, mm. that could be a bit of a nothing burger. At least for the time being. That version of Venom, yes. The fact that the symbiote was left behind in that post-credit trailer, I do think we'll see something with the symbiote. And who knows? That could even tie into the secret invasion in some way, shape, yeah. or form. I don't know. They may even... Mm. If the symbiote gets on a scroll, that'd be... <laughs> <laughs> See, you said that. I know what you said, but I heard gets on a squirrel. And I'm thinking that <laughs> would be the greatest version of squirrel girl we've heard of yet. <laughs> it would be hilarious if it was still Anna Kendrick in some way. <laughs> yes. That would be the multiverse, uh, multiverse <laughs> yeah. version. <of> <laughs> that would be hilarious. And yet another San Diego Comic-Con goes by with no confirmation or anything about a Squirrel Girl movie. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I wish Anna Kendrick would play her. That'd be so awesome. I think she wants to play I her. I think so, too. <laughs> I think she was the one that released the, the like, the, um, the, fan edit of yeah. it. <laughs> She's like, hey, Marvel. Yeah. Hey, Marvel. <laughs> Another oh thing, keeping it under the Disney umbrella, is that we got confirmation for Mandalorian Season 3, yes. which we already knew was going to be coming, but I am definitely excited about that. Like, Mandalorian has just been the best thing under the Disney umbrella, Star Wars-wise, so far. Um, <laughs> Quite some time. The only thing really competing with it was, for me personally anyway, was Bad Batch and Season 7 Clone Wars, which was just fan-freaking-tastic. Yeah. yeah. I still have to... I got pretty close. Book of Boba Fett was up there for sure, yeah. And it was, for all intents and purposes, season one of Book of Boba Fett was... It was Mandalorian, Mandalorian season 2.5. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. To go like, by old uh, sci-fi uh, season numbering. I'm, I, I loved Book of Boba Fett. I had a lot of fun with it. 
and just the fact that we could see more Chrysanthemum mm. in in Star Wars canon. Yes, I'm here for it. I still stand by the fact. All I want is Chrysanthemum in the arena, yeeting people around. Give me in a whole season <laughs> of that, and I'm content. But like the Mandalorian season three is one that one of the things I think I'm the most excited for. Yeah. Especially getting to see him in his N1 fighter. Mm-hmm. Like, something so, to do with that. It's funny you so say fun. that because I was just thinking about it. I've bought a Lego set from season one and two of Mandalorian. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> what is season three going to bring to the table that I buy a Lego yep. set? <laughs> so wait, you got Razor Crest and... And the N1 fighter. Oh, yeah. That was Book I get That Boba. was Bo- Boba yeah. Fett. That was like was Mandalorian 2.5. 2. 5. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll yeah. allow it. <laughs> and I did get the Lego set of the Slave One, which was from Mandalorian season two, and that it has Mando with the spear and um, and Boba Fett yeah. with it. So, like, I, I do. I actually have three things that are from Mandalorian one, two, and two point five. Yep. <laughs> David's pointing out the fact that I have that as well. <laughs> <laughs> And Razor Crest. We yeah. built most of those Lego sets on your birthday. So. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I'm trying to remember what else we saw over the weekend, though. Um, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Ant-Man that, and the, Wasp. The follow-up on that one seems intriguing. The Ant-Man movies have all been pretty fun. Have been, or, yeah, they've been They're fun. They're pretty blatantly fun. I, the hamster fell off the wheel for me for a second. <laughs> uh, those are fun Same movies, so Ryan. I am really excited to see what they do with this next one. Um yeah the first ones the first two were just so just enjoyable and yeah. fun movies it's like they don't require a ton of thought and effort to really focus but they just kind of get your attention and like the characters are funny and just like they're just so much fun yeah. that and the whole concept of a con- a armored convoy being taken out by a pez dispenser <laughs> <laughs> yes. i do like the fact that they're bringing in um his daughter Cassie mm-hmm. as another superhero. Yeah, mm. I'm super excited about that one. It kind of makes sense. Yeah, really, especially with the time skip from the snapping. Like, mm-hmm. it's it's kind of the same thought process as what they did with Hawkeye. Was like, okay, we've got Hawkeye training someone. Might as well have Ant Man and Wasp train someone yeah. and see where we go from here. Definitely. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, but we also got let's see, Volume Three, Gardens of the Galaxy. Yep. I am very four, curious four, to see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious to see what they do with Volume 3, because while I really enjoyed parts of Volume 2, I don't think it was quite as strong as the first one. Agreed. Yeah. Um, and so I, I am curious to see, especially with everything that went down in Thor, which I won't get too into, but just like the kind of the back and forth with Thor and everything, it's like, okay, where do they go from here? Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because yeah. honestly, Volume 2 seemed more like a dedicated peter quill movie then yeah. the whole i'm thinking cast. yeah volume three is gonna be in a similar vein but them hunting down gamora mm. yeah i think there will be that but then also i think they're gonna bring in some of the uh old guardians um with the the sylvester stallone character and um I'm trying to think of... Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, because they were supposed to be bringing in some of those older characters. Um, Weren't they doing a series with... uh, What was it? The Nexus? Not Nexus. um, The Security Forces? The... Oh, the Nova? Nova, Nova Corps? The Nova Corps would be interesting, and that could actually be their way of introducing Nova himself into... Which I think 
if I'm remembering correctly, that that is part of it as well. Um, yeah, the, that connection there. But the the weird thing is, is that Xandar has which been is decimated the, by yeah. Thanos. Yep. Yeah. So. So Xandar was completely destroyed. So maybe it's just someone survived it and that is going to be Nova. And was it the second Guardians where they introduced Adam? Yes. Mm-hmm. And so we'll likely see something with Adam in this one, too. It would make sense to do something with him in this one, anyway. Which I think they are, because it's going to be Will Poulter, um, the guy from... Um, he played Eustace in the uh, um, Chronicles of Narnia. Oh, okay. So him all growed up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> apparently he had a glow-up, too. Um <laughs> In a good way, like he—he. He, oh, he's actually done a number of things. Okay. Yeah, right. he was in Blade Runner. He was or not Blade, oh. Ru- not Blade Runner. The Maze, Maze Runner. Maze Runner. Yeah. Oh, okay. Never Sorry. Chronicles of Narnia. Yeah. Yeah, he's been in a few things that have been really good with him in it. He's a really good actor. Yeah. But it's just funny to think about it because he, in all of those other things, I thought of him as kind of that nerdy, like, kind of nerdy kid. And then this one, he's supposed to be portraying this character who is like the perfect human. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, okay, that's in. And then you see the picture and it's like, okay. <laughs> like he looks like a, like a buff guy. Like, holy crap. <laughs> it's now confirmed thanks to Marvel that nerd is the optimum peak performance. <laughs> <laughs> We're in luck then. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think the other one that I personally am looking forward to is the Thunderbolts. We don't really have any information on that, but just based on the characters that we saw from the comics and everything, we may finally get to see Red Hulk, mm. which I'm excited for. Mm, and just yes. any of the other characters that they're bringing in. Like, I will say I'm not all that interested in She-Hulk, but... The newest trailer did get my attention a little bit. Yeah. And they're like, let me say, like, with She Hulk, I love the actress. I'm actually really excited for the actress choice. And mm-hmm. I want to see her get to really do things in the Marvel Universe and just kind of take it by storm in a way. But the trailers for it really haven't gotten my attention. And that's not it. like her fault. It's just like the way that they've kind of shown the, the, the story stuff that they've shown off in the trailer so far. I'm just like, this doesn't look fun this looks Mm. like they're trying to be more campy than anything um but that being said with this recent trailer we got to see a little bit more of her like actually fighting as she hulk which i am curious about and then we got to see abomination yeah it's like the abomination from yeah uh the edward norton hulk movie so i'm like oh heck yeah that's that's (laughs) abomination right there oh yeah yeah and like you said, the that first trailer that we got was was very disappointing because the CG was bad, the story wasn't being told at all, and the, everything like yeah, that. Yeah, it just it almost made it seem like they were trying to do this like rom com. Yeah. Girls want to have fun. She Hulk, and I'm like, that's not She Hulk. No. She was a beast and a lawyer that was like defending other mutants and abnormal humans, and like. And kicking everyone's butt at night. Like, that's like she was a strong, powerful character. Yeah. And I didn't get any of that from the first trailer. And that CGI, oh, it was bad. 
whoever approved that CGI for that trailer, what were you thinking? <laughs> it was the same people that did the original Sonic. <laughs> Oof. The difference is the ones that did the Sonic one listened to the fans. No, I think that's what happened, though, was with the new, the new trailer, they listened and were like, okay, we're getting some really bad feedback on this. Let's make it better. And it's like, it's the Marvel Universe. You can't skimp on things, especially no. if you're going to have the Hulk and She-Hulk and Abomination. You better get it together, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Granted, they already have Hulk done from the previous shows, or uh, previous movies, so I yeah. can't say it would be that hard to transfer over. And here I am still waiting for a Hulk the End or a Planet Hulk storyline. Well, <laughs> technically we got Planet Hulk. Like, they used the Thor Ragnarok story. True. And did the Thor, the Planet Hulk thing. So, like, we're not going to get World War Hulk. As much as I would love World War Hulk, it's not going to happen. Yeah. Not in the MCU. <laughs> um, but I, I, I don't know. Like, it's out of the Marvel, or the, yeah, the Marvel Disney Plus shows. This is both the one that I'm curious about and not at all. <laughs> if that makes sense. Well, okay. So, the thing that really got my attention in it. And my brother actually had to point this out to me um, was at the end of the trailer. Like, okay, so let me back that up a little bit. That trailer itself, I think, got me really excited about it because it looks a lot of looks like a lot of fun to me. It definitely looks better than the first one. Yes. And then because it shows a lot more of that background, like her defending the the behind the scenes mutants and enhanced and stuff like that. But then. At the end of the trailer, it showed what looks like Daredevil mm-hmm. doing the flip over her and like standing, and it does the pan it around. To... Would make sense for them to work together in some form, both being lawyers. lawyers. Yeah, so. <laughs> and like I don't know, I it's, it's it's still one I'm very much on the fence on, especially after that first trailer. Like, oof, yeah, oof. But to see that first like glimpse of Daredevil in the MCU. Would just be like, oh, well, we've already seen Daredevil in the MCU, just not, not in his suit. <laughs> not Daredevil. We've seen Matt Matt Murdock. Yeah, they're the same. That's like saying Bruce Wayne isn't Batman. Yes, he yeah. is. <laughs> but can you no, imagine Batman watching is Bruce Wayne? There's a difference. <laughs> <laughs> but can you imagine watching a Batman movie and never seeing Batman <laughs> in his suit? That would. That's the the point. It's like you've seen Matt Murdock. Okay, sure, fine. But we've but still seen the character. Crime. We've <laughs> still seen the character in the MCU, so not an entirely accurate statement. All right, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Though I want, I kind of want to bring it back to how you started that route with Thunderbolts. I think this is one of the first major outside. Of, well, now it counts because Deadpool is now part of the MCU. I think this is one of the first major anti-hero series we've seen from Marvel mm. being brought in. Oh yeah, and. I, I, we've talked about this before on the show. I find anti-heroes far more intriguing than heroes. Yeah. I, By and large, they're almost always a hit storyline for me. Yeah. Because the thing is with the hero, the hero is only as good as the villain they're facing off right. against. So it's like, would Batman be as popular as he is if it wasn't for the Joker? Would Captain America be as popular as he is if it wasn't for Red Skull? Like, Yep. You, the and it's even like looking at Dragon Ball Z for example. Would Goku be an enjoyable character if he didn't have Frieza, Vegeta, Cell, Boo, 
No, or, he'd just be a fridge. dork that constantly puts the planet <laughs> in danger. Like that's like it, it really comes down to how good the villain the hero is facing. Whereas yep. when you've got that anti-hero group, it's like they're gonna it's kind of like Punisher. Like he's gonna do whatever it takes to get the job done. He's right. not this boring, campy superhero. He's like, no, screw you guys. I shot them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And as we saw with uh with the Punisher and uh, Netflix series, one of the biggest villains throughout that series was him. Mm-hmm. He was fighting himself constantly. Mm. And I think with the Thunderbolts, we get to explore that a little bit more. Yeah. I think the the thing about the Thunderbolts is the fact that, mo- like, at least comic book version of it was they were all villains. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they were brought under this. It was almost like the Suicide Squad, where they were brought under this kind of contract of you either do this or you go back to jail. Yeah. Gotcha. Let's- okay. Kind of, we saw a little bit of that. They didn't actually call themselves the Thunderbolts, but we saw some of that in the Avengers versus X Men storyline, where it's like, okay, like this is a civil war effectively between Avengers and X Men. Like, we're just going to release the villains that we think are going to be the most beneficial to our fight. Yeah. And then also, like they did that with the Dark Avengers as, as well. Yeah, that so one was. It was even more so. That one was a little different in that they got released because of how they helped throughout the secret war storyline um and so like that was that was a little bit different and then they just kind of like used their connections once they got out of prison to make the avengers look like they were actually the bad guys so like you're right that is definitely that's a great example and that's probably going to be what they do to follow up yeah. secret war honestly because that would be <laughs> well, I'm very interested Interested to see if they bring in someone like Norman Osborn, who was technically the leader of the Thunderbolts. Um, we probably will see him at some point, especially like we saw how much fanfare there was for Norman Osborn in No Way Home. Yeah. So like, if we don't see a variation of Norman Osborn, I'd be very surprised. Yeah. Yeah. I think that'd be really cool. Even if they brought back, um, they will have to do some slight tweaking because they already kind of ruined the Iron Patriot with Iron Man 3. Yeah. Which, ugh, Iron <laughs> Man 3, but... Yeah. He's not Iron Patriot. He's War Machine in Red, White, and Blue. <laughs> yeah, but... Yeah, it's an interesting interesting thought, but I think they they do have a lineup of characters that they could use. Um, I won't get into that now because I think we're running out of time. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I think we want to bring in a couple of other other things here. So let's yeah. throw it over to David because there's one he was pretty excited about. Uh, I wouldn't say excited. I, I'm well, intrigued to see the how most it plays excitement out. you have for Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's two on that one. So and and both of them are with hesitancy. Mm. One is Blade, oh, of course. Yeah. Mm. Um. Which I'm excited to see how they kind of incorporate with the style of the MCU, especially after what we've already seen in cinema with the character. So definitively, it will be better on that regard. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say real, real quick to add to that is that with those other uh, movies being brought into Disney Plus, they can make it rated R. Mm-hmm. So and they've already shown that they're willing to dabble in that rated R realm more so currently than they had been up to this point true partly because a certain someone leaked test footage a couple years ago which got his show green light uh, (laughs) um (laughs) thanks ryan yo (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> which I don't know what Marvel would be like without the Deadpool series. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> like those movies, like as good as Marvel has been, Deadpool was exactly what we needed. <laughs> yep. Definitely not the hero we and wanted, but definitely we the got hero to we see deserved. A fantastic <laughs> juggernaut. Just oh, yes. yeah. And, and he Colossus. said the line. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Yep. <laughs> oh. But the other one, which also has the potential of being rated R, why do I gravitate towards that? Um, will be Marvel Zombies. Yes. Oh, yeah, I am yeah. very curious what they're gonna do with that, because I don't know if there was any actual like mainline comic arcs or if it was just like little spin-off miniseries type things that they did with that but y'all would know I'm better than me. definitely curious to see what they do with that one i think what they did was they did the marvel's what if uh series which was like that one shot kind of thing and then they expanded on that one because it got so popular mm-hmm. and so it became its own series oh, okay i don't know how far they've gotten with that series but yeah. definitely it is a series would be interesting to see deadpool in the zombie oh universe God. since he can heal everything oh, it's like would the zombie thing even affect him i don't think I don't, so or would he be a zombie that still has like his own mind just can't like even more can't die kind of yeah. thing. <laughs> oh great so now he's got another personality that's just his body <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> another it's just you see all of the speech bubbles pop up what's going on <laughs> shut up you <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Feige, if you're listening, we want royalties for that one. <laughs> I just need to send my ideas to Ryan Reynolds and just see if he leaks something on <laughs> This just goes with it. it like, I don't even want any money. Just, like, do what you can do, Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. I'm tagging him in the, in the video just to see if we get a response. <laughs> I don't know. We might. That's equal parts exciting and horrifying at the same time. <laughs> If Ryan Reynolds w- listens to this, we love you. <laughs> <laughs> you are our favorite Canadian. Other than Wolverine, of course. But <laughs> hey, uh, I feel like then some fighting words. <laughs> well, they're, they're on actually, even playing ground. One of them me. actually is portrayed by a Canadian, and the other one's portrayed by an Australian. Right. It's basically a Canadian <laughs> with extra steps. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like... Sorry. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah, the, the zombie one is going to be... I'm very curious to see what they do with the zombie one, for sure. I'm excited for that. And I do think, to your point, the rated R thing gives hope, because it's not just going to be them going the campy route with the zombies. It's like, right. no, we're actually going to dabble in it, which we saw some of that, like, them their willingness to touch on, like, horror stuff with what we got out of Multiverse of Madness and right, even should. with some of what we got with certain aspects of gore and love and thunder. Mm. Yeah. And if they want to go more the horror route with the way they portrayed gore, I'm all for it. If they want to go more the horror route with the way they portrayed, um, the way they, they did so in... Um, Doctor Strange. Multiverse of Madness. And Multiverse of Madness. Um, as much as I love Sam Raimi as a director, I don't think that was his best outing in his, in his typical genre. Mm. I think Gore did a far better... Uh, the way they portrayed Gore was a far better job of just building up to that dread, building up that terror, and then showing that horror afterwards. Mm. Much more satisfying as an audience member. I personally would just dis- would disagree just because of 
A, my love of the Scarlet Witch character, and B, just the way that they had some of those moments. Like, sure, she wasn't as spooky or creepy as often as Gore was, but the moments that she was creepy was just like, oh, crap, can she actually win this? Oh, yeah. Whereas, like, it's like Gore was spooky and creepy, but it's like he's fighting two Thors and a Valkyrie. Like, he's not going to win this. As much as, as (laughs) fun as that would be, and as much of a, what the twist moment as that would be, (laughs) it's not going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I will say that Multiverse of Madness definitely had more of the horror aspect to it, where it was more jump scares, more of that concept of, well, what is going to happen? But there's no real buildup to it. Yeah. Well, I think it also helps. It's like in Multiverse of Madness, we see those deaths of beloved characters, whereas with Love and Thunder, we didn't really see that. And so it's like kind of building that tension. It's like Gore is spooky, but also he's killed a bunch of little G gods off screen that no one really knew about. Yeah, true. Whereas think, Wanda was showing up as like, oh, this is a beloved character, snapped neck. That's a beloved character, strings. Like she's just like dismantling and destroying all these characters that we know and love. And it's just like, oh no. Yeah. Who's left? Yeah. <laughs> I think the other thing too about Gore, um, that was just it was not as exciting to me. And I, I do agree that he was he had that build up and everything. But the thing about it was they made him more of a uh, misunderstood character mm-hmm. than a true villain. That's true, yeah. The, the, his his conclusion, yes, absolutely, I would agree. And the beginning, the beginning of his his thing, like yeah, he was he went through something bad and and turned into this thing. But like it gave him a reason to be what he is yeah instead think, of just being evil i think <laughs> part I mean? of it too is that true christian bale wasn't able to do the workout that he would normally do preparing for something like that because of the last movie he did mm-hmm. and so he was a lot smaller and so there was genuine scenes there it's like him just dragging the sword behind him and it was like is he dragging it behind him because he genuinely cannot pick it up mm. and so it had a very different type of intimidation to it whereas with scarlet witch she just looked genuinely powerful yeah 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 i will say for as far as what we've seen of christian bale in film before this was much closer to physique wise this was much closer to christian bale the machinist than it was Mm. to batman yeah like had he been able had he had the time to put on a little bit more muscle and kind of just fill out a little bit more he definitely would have looked a lot more intimidating he doesn't need to be like chris evans chris hemsworth big no but i honestly i almost looked frail yeah I honestly didn't mind that part of it because it almost gave him that more creepy look where like if he'd have been a little bit more intimidating, I think it would have been. Well, like that's the thing, like in the comics, Gore was a more intimidating, imposing character. He wasn't a smaller, frail type character. And when he faced off hand to hand with Thor, it was believable because he was powerful and big and strong. Whereas with this one. It's like if he was able to keep his distance or had his beast to kind of support him. Yeah. He was fine. But if he didn't have those things, it just was like, he's just going to get flung around yeah. like Hulk and Loki style. Yeah. <laughs> Puny God. Anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah. All that to say, I am also looking forward to Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, that was one of the things I was going to say too, was, um, like as much as I think the horror side of things will be cool for that, 
and that's coming from me as well. Like, I'm not a big <laughs> horror fan, but Marvel horror? Come on. Anyway. Um, <laughs> but I think if they mix in... Oh, we found your gateway drug. Right. <laughs> if they mix in a tiny bit of that Marvel humor, I oh, think yeah. it would be like, oh, okay. I mean, they're going this is to. Yeah. We know they're going to throw in that Marvel humor. Yeah. I mean, it's Marvel. Okay. Not, not Guardians of the Galaxy 2 humor. Yeah. But overall, <laughs> like Marvel humor, fair, yeah, <laughs> absolutely but, fair. Yeah, I think that would make it a lot more enjoyable to me. Yeah, is if it has that it's scary like stuff. The little, little humor moments, like when Thor and Cap caught Stormbreaker, and yeah. it's like, no, 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 you get the little one, right? <laughs> yeah, those kind of little moments. Yeah, and I think too it's especially with some of the stuff we've seen with like what if which we're also getting what if season two so that's something um they didn't announce it at comic-con but we are getting a season two of star wars visions as well that's a separate subject but um (laughs) i think that that's kind of been shown that that is a bit of a realm that the marvel fans are kind of hungry for Mm. and it's like marvel fans love marvel but they also want to see a little bit of a change from the cookie cutter stuff that we've gotten yeah because it's like we've been seeing a lot of the same formula from marvel for so long now that the horror element is such a different thing people are like ooh, yeah that's got my attention a lot more than anything else in marvel right now so Mm -hmm. yep another thing i'm just a little touch on uh is kind of a sad thing um talking about marvel's what if they were talking about um how chadwick boseman had actually wanted to go into the t'challa star lord uh Mm. thing Mm. and obviously he's not going to be able to and stuff so that's a little sad but yeah (laughs) i i do think that based on what we've seen for marvel phase five there, at least for me, especially, there's a lot more hope. Yeah. In Marvel, like Phase Four, I just felt so underwhelmed, with the exception of a handful of standouts. Like I just went into it, like I just don't care. Yeah. Whereas Phase Five, I'm like, okay, I'm feeling some of the excitement for Marvel that I haven't felt in some time now. <laughs> yep. Agreed. And even me being me, I can reflect that sentiment. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. <laughs> What are you saying, yeah? We've still gone and seen all of the Marvel movies with you, despite our reservations. This is true. <laughs> and I'm very grateful. <laughs> so real quick, before we before we end uh, this episode, um, we've talked a lot about uh, Marvel. So we kind of skipped over a little bit of DC um, with the new Black Adam and, and Shazam trailers. Yep. Um, also, very excited about those. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Black Adam looks amazing. Black Adam is probably the movie I'm... One of the movies I'm the most excited for just because of that passion yeah. that we've seen. And like even Dwayne Johnson just pushing back on the studio like, no, that's not what this character would do. That's not how this universe would play it. And it's just seeing like his passion and like, like desire to do it justice. Mm-hmm. I am very excited for it. I haven't seen the first Shazam. I've heard great things about it. And so I am interested to see what they do with this one. And I always liked that character anyway. And so there's going to be some sort of connection there, especially with like Black Adam. Like, yeah, you have to have those two and intertwine somehow. Yeah. Yeah. The Um, fact that we're seeing Black Adam and that release within a year of each other. Yeah. Is really promising to me is 
as far as between Marvel and DC, I've always gravitated more DC. Of course. We've yeah, we've been <laughs> over this. <laughs> um it, it seems to me they've they've had more of issues they've needed to get through aside from their villain. Mm-hmm. Um which makes them to me more in-depth characters where you're you're getting more in their heads. Yeah. And because we're seeing these release in such a timely manner where there's a very obvious overlap between the two. That's really encouraging to me that we might actually see DC, the DCEU finally come together a little bit. Mm. Aquaman, yeah. awesome. First, first Wonder Woman, awesome. And then it just kind of petered out again. Yeah. Then we got Shazam. It's like, that was fresh. That was unique. And then as far as the heroes go, we didn't get too much else. Mm-hmm. And, but then we saw kind of the anti-heroes come forward, and it's like, they're, they're doing the fourth wall thing. Okay, cool. Let's, <laughs> let's see how that plays out. But now we're going back to the more serious characters with what it could be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm really excited to see how that plays out and to see if DC finally gets their stuff together. And it's like... And also yeah. looking at the casting stuff, like the only people that have really stuck around and seem to be, seem like they're going to be around moving forward, Gal Gadot, yep. Jason Momoa, and Margot Robbie yep. seem like they're the ones that are going to be for sure sticking around yep. for the long term. And so, like, I really wish Henry Cavill would stay. Yeah, I, I, w- think I was... would have loved for him to stick around because yeah. he was such a good. He's a Superman. fantastic Clark Kent. Yeah. Um. Yeah, the Shazam uh, Fury of the Gods as well is like um, with some of the casting choices like you were talking about with um, was it Meryl Streep uh, or not Meryl Streep? Uh, yeah, Meryl Streep was Meryl Streep and mm. what am I thinking of? I don't know. She was in Fast and the Furious as uh, Statham's mom. Oh, oh uh, she's also um Nick Cage's mom and um, uh, uh, National Treasure. Yeah, I'm trying to think of her name. Shoot, holy crap! Helen Mirren. Helen there Mirren. You Thank you. Oh, so and with, Lucy Liu with Lucy Liu and Helen Mirren, and those are just two very strange uh, act actor choices for those characters. Yeah, I don't know the characters very well, but like. Just for them to be, <laughs> Dude, like, okay. be they do seem a little out of place, but mm-hmm. I'm intrigued. Yeah. And with the trailer that they showed, it was like, okay, they're actually doing some damage here. And yeah. it's like, whoa. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I'm definitely interested. I need to just sit down and watch Shazam. Yeah. Because I've heard it was good, and it definitely sounds like it's up my alley. Mm-hmm. I definitely want to see it before Shazam 2 and Black Adam, for yeah. sure. So. Definitely. Yep. You need to. Um, but yeah. So I definitely wanted to touch on those a couple of mm-hmm. uh, those couple of movies because they definitely deserve some. Uh, yeah. Some now attention. we will say oh, that yeah. like we did not touch on everything that was announced at San Diego Comic Con because there was just so much information, and so these were the things that we were more so excited more about. excited for than others. Not to say that we don't think the other things will be good or whatever. It's just these are the ones that really got our attention. Yeah. And there's just no way we could have covered everything. It'd be like a two and a half hour episode. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. So I guess we'll uh, we'll close out our our episode for uh, for SDCC. Um, (laughs) 
But again, uh, if you enjoyed this episode, uh, please share it with your friends and family. And uh, we want to hear some feedback and uh, we'd love to hear from y'all. But as for now, happy trailer hunting.